T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. Do you drink coffee? You do, do, right? Yep. You ever get it too hot where, like, you sip it and then you automatically, you, maybe you put too much in, in your mouth and, like, you realize that it's burning you, but you have nowhere to spit it out? Like, that happens to me all the time. And you end up dribbling it all really? the time. Really? I, I end up, like, spitting it in the car because, like, my, I can feel the, the tongue wearing off. But this dude, I see the video. How many accidents have you been in involving you turning Zero, spit, again, like, I've never been out. in an accident. Everybody always rear ends me. This is Gresh and Fourier. That will do it. 117 to 98 the finals. The Celtics roll on, and they're now 20-0 at home. Uh, we got to fight like hell to... Find the good, but also know we can get better. Uh, we're really good, but let's be picky. Let's be hard on ourselves about the details. In the middle of January, playing, you know, San Antonio was a little bit down this year. To have some really good moments of greatness, especially defensively, um, I think that's key. Andy Gresh. Do you intend to appoint a general manager? We want to see what we have in house, look what's out there in the marketplace, and then do what we think is right. I know people have ideas. But I can just assure you, any decision we make at this time will be to try to give the support to Gerard and put the organization in the best place it can to win games. Christian Fourier. How excited are you for the draft? Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. What I will say is this. We're going to draft the best player for a position that is very important. You put the pieces together. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. Gresh and Fourier right now. Full throttle means they're going full throttle. On W-E-E-I. Ah, full throttle means full throttle. There we go, baby. Just like when you're, uh, the ball movement is the movement of the ball. Movement of the ball. Well, Christian Fourier, I have lots of questions today coming out of yesterday's press conference down at Gillette Stadium because... I really only have one. Okay. You know no, but what? No, but you no, have no, a lot. No, 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 no. no. Why don't no. we start with yours? I told you my New Year's resolution is not to hijack the segment. Uh, I feel like no. that's what I always but do. But no, no. But if you're going to, you know, talk about uh, bump fights or uh, people farting on the bus, then no, that would no, be hijacking no. it. No, you have lots of questions. I see them here, and and they're all good ones. So why don't you just go? Well, here's I'll start the, with you. Here, here, Here's the thing. And uh, Chicken Nick, if you could get the, uh, the audio ready with uh, Gerard Mayo and Steve Burton. Did we not come away from yesterday's press conference, Christian Fourier, did we not come away wondering who would be the general manager? There was a question about Jonathan Kraft's role in terms of running this organization and how does he fit into football operations and all that kind of stuff. Um, We don't know who the GM is going to be. I do believe the line from Robert Kraft was, 
you know, we'll sort of make that decision as the draft nears. We'll empower somebody or whatever, right? So Gerard Mayo does the sit down with Steve Burton at WBZ. And uh, I want to know from you folks at 617-779-7937, what position you think Gerard Mayo is talking about when he said this to Steve Burton yesterday. How excited are you for the draft? You got the third pick in the draft. <laughs> yeah. And now it's on your shoulders. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm very excited. I'm very excited. What I will say is this. We're going to draft the best player for a position that is very important. You put the pieces together. <laughs> how, do you, how do you take that comment, Fourier? Uh, how do I take that comment? Hold on. First of all, I see nothing wrong with it. I love it. I'm glad he did it. If people are bitching and complaining, when people, I'm assuming it's probably going to be you. Um, if people are bitching and complaining about somehow he gave away the big giant secret. He totally did. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, my God. The mm -hmm. other teams, the other two teams in front of him are going to know that he wants a quarterback. Oh, my God. We're screwed. No, you're not. If you wanted something different, you got it. You got a guy that didn't just snort and just, you know, have an awkward silence and didn't just, like, avoid everything. Mm -hmm. He gave you some playful banter. He gave you what everybody knows. Everybody knows the Patriots are going to draft a quarterback crash. So what is the big deal? Um, A, we don't know that. And B, it's not about the teams in front of them. It's about the teams behind them. And the reason I hated this comment, and it's a rookie mistake from Gerard Mayo, because, number one, you're contradicting yourself and your owner. There's no GM, but we've already decided that I'll funnily let the cat out of the bag if I'm Gerard Mayo of what we're going to do. You don't say something like that as much as I love O-linemen and as much as I crack on wide receivers, there are two guys that be could be considered franchise players at wide receiver and left tackle, and the Patriots would be sitting there at number three, which looks like a pivot point in this draft. How do you know what you're likely to do if you don't have a general manager? Hmm. Well, this is less about what this is ah. less about Gerard Mayo. It's more about how they weren't prepared to answer the questions and they left everything open and vague and yeah, broad. There, yeah, there's and they, that. And, and, then, and then they end up opening themselves to contradicting themselves with, but since if, they're not paying attention. Well, but if the owner and Gerard Mayo, Thunder and Mayo, are together on this and there's no GM and you haven't put anyone in that role, then you're kind of leading everyone to do the whole oh, yeah, we're going to draft a quarterback thing. How have you made that decision if you haven't talked to the personnel people? Here's the other thing, too, Christian. So, by God, at number three, we're going to take a QB. Now, whether they should be drafted that high or not, we're just going to ignore that. We're now into possibly the overdrafting mode. Oh, we have a big need. So, by God, let's take somebody and overdraft someone potentially because we made up our mind on January the 18th with no GM, by the way. Okay? There's that. Also, the strategy of the draft. Here's how Mayo could have said it, Christian, and it would have been and it would have lined up with everything that was said down there. If Mayo says, you heard Mr. Kraft, 
They're going through the process of getting a general manager. I have an idea of what I would like, but we have to get involved in the process before we can make any hard decisions. Because that actually would be, unless you made your mind up, the truthful answer. Because they could just as easily draft whatever quarterback is left over or Marvin Harrison Jr., or maybe somebody is horny for the Penn State Taku Olufashanu. You said about the teams above. It's not about that. It's about the teams behind them. If the two quarterbacks, Caleb Williams and Drake May, go off the board at one and two, guess what the New England Patriots were sitting in the catbird seat? But now, if I'm not in number four in uh, Arizona, I'm like, they already, they already come out and said they're going to take quarterback. So they're either going to overdraft somebody or we just sit here and wait at four. Marvin Harrison comes to us versus playing the game of even sliding from four to three. You work out the deal. Hey, who are you drafting? We want Marvin Harrison. Great. Send us a third round pick. You can go from four to three. You still maintain your ability to overdraft the quarterback that you want, but you get a little extra currency. You know what it's called? Mm. Working the draft. Okay. And when you let the cat out of the bag Mm. the way Mayo did, now teams are going to sit there and be, they're going to take quarterbacks, so why would we even call them? Let's just assume you're right. You were at a junction point in the draft. Let's just assume you're right, which I don't think you are, because you have no idea what his draft process is going to be. He doesn't know what his draft process is. Or maybe he does. Maybe he's the best cloak and dagger draft guy we've ever seen in our life. Maybe today he was just trying to throw up some, uh, try to like create some sort of disinformation and just throw people off of what he's trying to do by admitting that he wanted when he really wanted a wide receiver. You don't have a clue. He doesn't have a clue. So I would say for somebody with a track record, I would say... Probably, uh, probably, you're probably right. He doesn't have a track record. You, he doesn't have any tells. He doesn't have any tendencies. He is a, he is a blank slate. He's going to create it, a version of it this year. But you really won't know what, how to predict what he's going to do until three years down the line. He's got to go through some drafts. So even when I heard that, I was like, big whoop. So what? I mean, it's pretty freaking obvious that they need a quarterback. What type of quarterback they're going to get is unknown. What is Chicago going to do? Where's Justin Fields going to go? The Chicago Bears are not going to keep Justin Fields and drop a, and draft a quarterback in the first round. But you know what's going to happen? But you know what the Bears aren't doing? Saying, "Hey, we're punting on Fields." They're keeping him to the point to be able to extract the most amount of value out of the number one pick, whatever that decision is. And to me, that's why Gerard Mayo needed to just say, we're getting involved in the process. We're all going to dive in. I can't wait to do it. And then quarterback, wide receiver, tackle, you're playing the cloak and dagger game. And and even some people on Twitter when I was bitching about this, they were like, well, you know, other teams know. Do they really? I went back and looked at the 23 draft and the 22 draft and stuff like that and how people were moving up and down the board, including the Patriots, by the way, in that 22 draft, which a lot of people make a big deal about, and I understand. My whole thing is that you have this pick, and when you have an owner who will stand in front of everyone and say, I'm the steward of the franchise, I'm the guy that's got to protect the franchise, it, that to me, that is a part of it. 
the mystery around number three because of your ability to move around the board. And the other thing too, Christian, maybe the Patriots would want to move up in the rare instance. Maybe this is the time where they say, not only are we going to go so far oppo from Bill that it's not just, you know, dinner and holding hands. We're going right to dinner and we're going to have lots of sex and afterwards, damn it, we're just going from one extreme to the other where we're going to say all kinds of stuff. Maybe they decide to move up on the number one pick. So what have you done? You told everybody who you want to go get. You've cost yourself more currency if you do want to move up. Okay, Mayo bet could on have, that. Mayo could have just kind of left it open-ended, still sent the same message without getting as specific as he did. And to me, we talked about the rookie mistakes. That's a part of it because now you can't put that too. While we all would have known it, if you're playing this spot properly, in my opinion, you're pumping up Harrison, you're pumping up Fashanu, you're pumping up Alt, you're pumping up Daniels. You're trying to inflate as much as you can around your pick so someone does something dumb and says, hey, I want to move up from six to three. I'll give you a first rounder so I can get Marvin Harrison. Then you've done your job and you still get your player. So I don't know why people are looking at me like I got six heads because I'm actually thinking about managing and moving around the board on the draft with a pick that hopefully they never see ever again in our lifetime. Well, you hope because if you keep getting these top five picks, well, that means you really suck. You okay? know what? That there would you be go. The key. And then we're Detroit with Matt Millen once again. Yeah. No. And and there's and there's a chance that can happen. But how can they also kind of have their mind made up when there's no GM and they haven't gone through the process? I, they I would sat say, there and told us yesterday I would say, there was no GM and then Mayo lets this out. If anyone knows what it's like, okay, you're the defensive coordinator. Just going to call him that, right? You're running the defense and you're going against Mac Jones. You're, de- you're running into Mac Jones. You're seeing him at practice all the time. You're interacting with him. You see him in the weight room. You you talk to other players, and you get an idea of how they view Mac Jones. And you know he ain't the guy. He's not the guy. Mac Jones not going to be in the building. Mac Jones will, will not be on this team next year. So you already know like how important that position is, and you don't have one. So I know you're like – I feel like you're being overly critical – of him based on, and I don't even call it. Oh, it's, it's it's he's a rookie because he's because he's a rookie first year first uh, year head coach. But he can't act like one. They, the Patriots can't afford for him to act like a rookie head coach. He's gonna act. He has to act and perform like a vet, unless you're talking about a three to four year rebuild. And I don't think anybody wants that. But in order to do it right, you kind of have to commit to taking three years to do it. Well, that is ultimately how long it's going to take. Like to do it right, there's outliers. Mm-hmm. I get it. Houston right now is an outlier. New head coach, first-round pick. Holy crap, usually never happens. They're in the second round of the playoffs. Nick Acera has been there forever. He's gone through like, like two or three coaches. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't look at it as that such a massive miss, like, oh, he'll never recover from this. He probably won't say it again, to your point, though. Because he probably feels like there's more value in just keeping it a secret regardless. Well, and you don't also add, you know, connect the dots or whatever it was if you're going to take Marvin Harrison or if you're going to take a tackle. And again, how's that decision already been made? That he feels comfortable enough on day one to roll that out. Then there's the whole blowback on Bill. What do you make of this, folks? Was Mayo impressive? Did he make a faux pas by uh, sort of letting maybe a little bit of the cat out of the bag with uh, with Steve Burton? Did he make a strong first impression? Yeah, that's the or one. Or not. At that's six, the one. At 617-779-7937. Good morning to the Twitchers. Good morning to the Texters. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. People are all over the place on the text 37937. The 508, Gresh is right, poor draft play. Uh, Gresh, I normally agree with your crazy answers, but this time you're over the top with the Mayo comment. Again, I, I, I when you're thinking about the, the draft and the whole being able to move around the board and stuff like that, Three this year is a pivot point. And here's the reason I'm so hard on this, Christian. And again, Mayo, did he impress you or not at 617-779-7937? Every draft is different. In some drafts, the number one pick is the end-all, be-all. A couple years ago when Matt got drafted 15th, remember the juxtaposition for the number three pick? And what happened? The 49ers gave some dumb, gave somebody three first-round picks to draft Trey Lance. So that's just a couple years ago. As a pivot point in the draft, and I know the Patriots need players, and if Marvin Harrison is sitting there, to me, it's the best player in the draft. Fashan is right behind him, and then come the quarterbacks, right? But I get that the Patriots need a quarterback. I I don't want them to overdraft someone. What I want them to do is kind of get the best player. And people keep saying that Mayo said at a very important position. What was uh what was one of the quotes? Um critical. Hold on, I had it here. But we're gonna draft the best player for a position that is very important. A position that is very important and then said, you connect the dots. You mean to tell me that that's a line connected to a left tackle? I love the left tackles. No better lineman pusher than me around here. Even that's where I'm like, dude, you're at the pivot point in the draft. Just like why everybody wanted to move up to three a couple years ago. Maybe it happens again. Maybe the guy you want falls into your lap. Just don't let the cat out of the bag. Leave the mystery there so if someone wants to do something dumb. A team last year moved up from 6 to 12 and got a first-round pick. If you're moving into the top five and you're outside the top five, say you're 6 or 7 or whatever, and there's the quarterback or Harrison's on the board and you know you're going in another direction, why would you kind of handcuff yourself? That's why I'm so passionate about this, Christian, because these are the details that can help bring this team back. 
Because now, in my opinion, the only way you quiet the, well, the Patriots are locked in a draft and a quarterback at three come hell or high water talk now is if you sign someone reasonably reputable in free agency. And it sure as heck doesn't seem like there's going to be a, I don't know, $12 million check handed to a mid-level veteran to come in here next year. See, uh, get used to the little things not being handled correctly this first six to eight months because he's going to screw up. He's going to. And I would say, so right after the press conference, he had all these individual meetings, Mike Reese, you know, Steve Burton, and others. They're, They're everywhere. I saw them all over the TV yesterday, really on every single channel. So, which by the way is also a, well, we're definitely telling everyone we're now going so oppo from the way Bill did things. Here's Gerard lining up to talk to, you know, Pat's Pope. And and for the record, if Bill takes a job in Atlanta, he's doing the same thing. We are going to get to uh, the latest on Bill in Atlanta. Here's here's what I, here's ultimately what I took away because the other question, do you feel better or worse? Do you feel like he made a good impression? So... He did exactly what I told him to do. He didn't make any promises. He didn't go full Joe Judge. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this. We're going to be aggressive. He didn't do that stupid whole cliche new head coach presser. Um, So he didn't make any promises. And he made sure that everybody in earshot knew that he was a polar opposite of Bill. From their can't he, and I it almost I feel like he's wearing like a badge of honor. Uh, oh, I'm not Bill. The whole organization right now feels like it is we're making this. You know what it feels like, quite honestly. And again, I've kind of joked about this. Kraft, I'm taking my franchise back. That and and we're gonna do everything so opposite of the way it used to be done. You want to know about the draft? Well, we'll tell you even before we scouted the players. Well, I don't know Give about me back my franchise. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that, but Give I will say, my son. Give the, me back my franchise. What I've heard about, like what's going on inside there, and I just I would use it. I would use this as like a as a you know example. From what I've heard, it, the the this is my these are my words now, okay? Because I created this whole thing. It feels like the whole theme now in at, at one Patriot place is ding dong, the witch is dead. You're right, ding dong, the witch is dead, and the witch being built, come out, come out, it's safe. You come out, <laughs> come out, training staff, come out, equipment, craft, come out. The witch is gone. It's safe. He's gone. He won't hold you. He won't hold you accountable. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be mean to you. You can say what you want. Don't worry. He's not. He's not gonna fire you. Yeah. Look at this. Isn't everything oh. shinier now? It's all in color. My God. It's all in color. Jonathan, come out. The sun is Crap, shining come in out. the winter. That is what. That is the vibe that I've been getting. That's the vibe I've been getting. Where everybody is happy. Everybody is like, this is the best thing ever. He's not all over the place. There's not all these little like little like you know pockets of attitudes and and irritable players and irritable staff members. The ding dong, the witch is dead. Everybody, it's like this whole world has been opened up that they nobody knew knew about. It's literally like it was in black and white, and they were like being held against their will, and they had to do everything his way. Very manipulative, very like obviously hovering over everything, controlling everything. Mm-hmm. And you hit it the other day. Ding dong, the witch is dead. You can come out now. That's- you can be yourself. You can have a personality. And you know what? Don't we all love each other because we're all working together? Yeah, that's the part of this that is just like 
Oh my God! It's a natural reaction, though. It is. I'm not surprised. Well, you because know what? You go from one extreme mm-hmm. to to the next. I uh, why on the when this all started to go down and you and I sat here, the reference that I made was this feels like we're going back to '97 when Pete Carroll was brought in. Big mean Bill Parcells. Yeah. Happy lucky Pete Carroll. Big, mean Bill Belichick. Happy, lucky Gerard Mayo. It, <laughs> like you're, it's, it, it, this is, it, and, and there's more at stake now because the Patriots are now clinging on to the culture like grim death. Now that when Tom Brady left, it started to erode. Bill was trying to hold on, hold on, hold on, did the best he could. There's still some of that here. All it takes is two bad years to erode what has been built for 24 years in terms of the standard, the work ethic, the way we do things. Apparently, I, I don't. I, you know what? I, I guess my security guy, who's outside the uh, the broadcast booth, Scott Augenstein. There, I guess they're going to ask him. It's collaborative. They're going to start asking security people who to draft and all that stuff. Like, because that was the buzzword, collaborative, collaborative. We're all going to be collaborative. We're collaborative. Everybody's happy. We're going to be collaborative, collaborative. And that word got shoved down our throat, and it really feels like the focus right now is more in saying, F Bill, we wanted him gone. We're going to prove to everybody that we're going to do everything so opposite. And that goes back to the, what we said in November, be careful what you wish for. No, yeah, and, and and I'll also add there's more than one ways to, to skin a cat. Like there's other coaches out there that win Super Bowls, that have won Super Bowls, mm-hmm. doing it a completely different way. No so even question. every time I keep I keep thinking about you say, Oh, the smartest guy in the room left the building. Okay, again, it wasn't working. It was being it was uh it was uh you know being demolished from within. There was no way that this 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 was going to be able to function anymore. I think everybody just wanted it to be over. Sick of Bill and in all his ways and how he handled the business and what he did to coaches and what he did to staff members and how he just ruled supreme. Yep. So you're right, but in, in, and I would ask you like I feel like this is true in any situation for they always the pendulum just swings the opposite. You got a mean, demanding yep. coach and then the ownership says, "You know what?" Guy's got tired of that. Swings back to an you honest player, yeah. a player's coach. I see it in baseball, basketball, football. They just keep going back and forth. The Red Sox have done it. They've done it. Good point. You're right. To detriment. Well, to their detriment, they've it, done it. But they do it. But every team does it. Like they just get tired of the one way, and, and they I, just want something you know what? totally opposite. And I, and that's the thing. I can appreciate something opposite. What I don't want is some of the things that do work to uh, go away, or I use the word erode, right? That's why I'm on Mayo. He still could have said what he needed to say without being so sort of overt about I it. I think you're overdoing because it. I, I think you're overselling that. Read the Twitch chat. I don't, well, I don't everybody need to read is, the Twitch chat because they agree. Is, now you want me to read the no, Twitch chat because they agree with you. Everybody is pulling away that he was he was not inferring wide receiver or left tackle. Everyone comes away looking at that comment and thinking quarterback. Hell, you even put it out on Twitter at Christian Fourier. 
would uh, would he you know, regret it? Yeah, is will Mayo going to end up will regretting he regret this? it for being so obvious? I think I think that is a fair question. Yeah, and will look, he regret it? And, and to your point, there are different ways to, as you said, skin the cat. Yeah, like and again, these are the missteps that are going to happen with a new coach. But what I hope it all isn't rooted in, because right now it really feels that way, Christian. That it's well, we're just going to do everything opposite of Bill. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna tell everybody everything. We're gonna throw some of our stuff out the window the way we've done for twenty some odd years. We're not just gonna pick and choose. It's just by God, we're gonna go oppo. And let me ponder this too, just quickly before we get to the phones. Why did we have to wait until the press conference was over to find out in this new era of transparency? Right. Why do we have to find out that Robin Glazer gets moved up the ladder within the Kraft and Patriots organizational chart and the, I do believe, uh, advisor to the head coach? Executive vice president and senior advisor senior to, advisor the, head to the head coach. Yeah, it's yeah. a long title. So Robin Glazer, for the longtime craft lawyer down there, uh, was heavily involved in Deflategate, said some, uh, you know, capitalized, said some, sent some letters with capitals in it. Even I haven't got a legal letter with caps in it. That, that's pretty, that's strong if you're doing that from Robin Glazer. But there's, a, to her charity, you click right on there, and it talks about her role within the craft group. Directly reports to Robert and Jonathan Kraft. Mm-hmm. But it's also an advisor to the head coach. Why Why did it take, I don't know, why did it take for the media to clear out a Gillette Stadium before that came out? Well, I mean, because it's Bill, a rhetorical question. Well, because yeah, no. Bill is supposedly the guy who is Mr. Cloak and Dagger and wants to avoid questions. So what a way to avoid questions by telling everyone afterwards about this role. I thought only Bill did that. Help me out. And why does why does uh, Mayo need an executive vice president, uh, you know, and a senior advisor for himself? Like, and it, and is it really? I mean, I think I know who, why. Who is? Uh, what's your theory? Because well, I got one. Well, okay. Well, my theory is: listen, Robin Glazer's been in that organization for a long time, no doubt. Has paid her dues, has done a lot of odd jobs, and have done some very specific things. So she's done a lot, a lot of grunt work. Yeah, and I think she like literally. Um, you know, has a good relationship with the with the crafts. I mm-hmm. think they trust her, and and more importantly, she has a really good relationship with Gerard. Mm-hmm. Has known him for a long period of time. Has worked with him in different situations. So there is a connection and a trust. More importantly, um, with Gerard Mayo, and I think one Gerard Mayo needs somebody to have his back. Gerard Mayo needs somebody in upper management who he trusts that can come to him and either protect him from himself when it comes to you know lawyer type stuff when it comes to uh, free agent money, when it comes to just situations that he doesn't necessarily understand because he's not a lawyer. So he needs somebody other than Thunder for and, that? And, he all, and again, and, and I'll give you credit for this because we were talking about this and we I think we narrowed it down because Kraft on one hand is saying he's not going to be involved. But Kraft wants to know everything. Exactly. And, and I will say this, I know this for a fact, Bill kept things away from him on purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I don't think he liked that very much because... I write the checks. What's the uh, hit it again, <laughs> Nick? I'm taking back my organization. <laughs> Give me back, Give my, me back my franchise. There you so, go. I think that there needs to be, he needs somebody close to him that isn't necessarily to craft. Not that he can't go to him, but I would think Robin will wear a lot of hats. But the most important thing is to make sure that someone isn't trying to screw over Gerard Mail, and he can also uh, confide in her, and then she can go, 
Uh, talk to Kraft. Yeah, no, that's interesting because um, uh, who would be who would be left around that would be to try to mess with Mayo? You know what I mean? Who would be the like? Who would she be protecting him from within the organization if it's all about? Uh, communication, collaboration, no more silos, no more echo chambers. Fixing relationships, too. You got to well, fix those relationships. Nah, there you go. Now you know. To me, and look, Robin Glazer is, number one, a really good lawyer, tremendously talented, does great work in the community, and you can find that. But to me, why is she there? Because Robert wants to know. Are you or are you not a knock? And that's oh, what you, know, you think she's a nar? No, no, no. You think she's going to no? be tattling? Oh, no, no, no. This is this is very craftily done. No pun intended. Where this is someone who has the relationship with both. And yeah, how how about this, Christian? Who was the go between between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick? There wasn't one. And under the I'm uh, give me back my franchise thought, it is the well, I'm gonna put someone in there because I can. Give me back my franchise. Because if uh, if it were a, uh, let me ask you this: Do you think it? Do you think that would happen if uh, Bill O'Brien got named coach instead of Gerard Mayo? I really wonder because the relationship with Mayo from Robin Glazier does does matter definitely. I guess my question is: If it were just all Bill Belichick who did the cloak and dagger end of it. Why didn't we find out whenever Gerard was named or whatever, or at the very end of it, or in the press release or something like that? But just, uh, again, why, oh, why? Until the media's gone and meh, and then it kind of leaks out? Because and you there's would, you no would, Mr. Kraft there it, to answer for okay, it? Okay, because you, the, first question, the first question I would have was, what exactly does that mean? Exactly like, right. What do you? And what guess exactly what they didn't want to do? Yeah, answer, answer it. it. Yeah. But, uh, but again, it. but that's supposed, but, yeah. Supposedly, that's the Bill way of doing things. Why did the Crafts do it that way? I don't see why they would be embarrassed to, like, why would they want to hide that? Like, you know, she's Let she's the a cat woman. out of the bag she's now. She's been in there. You're put, you elevated her, promoted her into a massive position in the NFL, which is dominated by men. And why would you hide that? Why, would you, why wouldn't you celebrate that? She, there's a ton of selling points with, with Robin Glazier. There's no question. But it's everything is open-ended. Draw, what about on offense? Man, we really don't know. It kind of feels like, oh, whoever we lock ourselves into at three before the draft, then we'll start to figure out what we want to do, even though maybe that guy shouldn't be drafted I somehow, that in a way, I, hey. In a way, I kind of feel like she's like – I feel bad know, for a, her. Why? Well, because she's in a spot where all of us are going to be like, what the hell is she doing You'll there? never hear – you'll never see her. She'll never hold court. She'll never do an interview. You may, you may not even see her in the booth. She may just – Literally just like no one knew who she was before. They, they, they probably will never know who she is again. Here's who my, knows? Here's my question. Under collaboration, does she get a vote? Does Jonathan get a vote? I don't know. As far we as couldn't what? ask either one. When it comes down to a pick or a free agent or signing a contract or whatever, she's a lawyer. She's got to understand contract law. And from what I've read up a little bit on Robin Glazer, has been involved in player contracts not so much like negotiating but i'm sure more the legal language of it whether it's unlikely to be earned incentives or clauses or whatever in the world it is you know there are a lot of people in the nfl who got to stay on top of that whole world where contracts are going and it seems like robin glazer was a part of it it feels cloak and dagger ish when we find out afterwards on gerard mayo's big day 
that the Crafts have elevated someone who's been in their organization for such a long time, and all we hear about is collaboration, collaboration, no silos, and we can't get answers on who's doing what. But yet, should we ask questions or not? Are we going to hold hands well, that and go, was come a, by, ah? That was a definitely a strategic move on their part to avoid questions. Absolutely. Because the first thing I would ask is, well, what exactly does that mean? And they and here's the thing: they'd give some broad, you know, vague answer that lasted, you know, two minutes, and then you would still be trying to figure out what she would doing. But senior advisor to the head coach, specifically mm-hmm. to the head coach. Okay, so what? I'm Gerard Mayo. What do I need advising from you for? Like, uh, I'm not going to ask you about cover two situations, uh, red zone blitz pickups. Uh, it's going to be something. Uh, on the third floor. She's involved in the business end. What would yeah. Mayo really have on that end minus budgets, maybe some budgets and money for players or whatever? Yeah. But then again. Yeah, you have this much money. But, but, uh, this is how we got to divide it up. And yeah. But again. Because you, you don't have a GM. We got, well, there you go. And we have the head coach leading us to think that they're 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 kind of already thinking quarterback and number three. Free agency is going to be around the corner. How can you hit free agency and not have a GM or someone that can sort of lead you through that process? So when you start to add all this up, while Gerard Mayo individually came across pretty well, we have more questions than answers right now. And it still feels like two things are in play. The taking back my franchise and, God dang it, we're going to prove the point that we're going to go oppo on all the Bill stuff. We'll get to you on the phones next. Watch us. Love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Follow us on Twitter, Gresh Fourier, WEEI. We are going to be all over the draft. If you are not uh, if you're not up to snuff on some of the, the players and things like that, this is the most important Patriots draft since Bledsoe was drafted number one in the uh, early 90s. And... You know that we are going to be all over it here on Gresham for you. All right, talking about Gerard Mayo, uh, the draft yesterday's showing by Mayo. Did it in? Did it, how about this? Maybe not just Mayo specific, because I, again, in the end, even I don't have a massive problem with Gerard Mayo. It's more of the whole how this is going down, taking back the franchise. Let's be different than Bill. That's where a lot of my kind of beefs are. I didn't love that Mayo kind of rolled out the way he did yesterday. But there's the Mayo piece of this that you can comment on at 617-779-7937. And then the whole, do you feel confident about what is going on? I'm talking about from Robert, Jonathan not being there twice now. Two big press conferences. Not around. There's more to that story. There has to be, friend. There has to be. Um, Robin Glazer is now in this mix as well. Um, and a little bit of avoidance of what would have been some important questions relative to her role in the organization. wonder if that Wickersham article had anything to do with, nah, maybe let's release this after the press conference type thing. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Corey and Fall River, you're first up. We're Gresham Fourier. Good morning. How you doing, guys? So the most important position in football in sports is quarterback, and you need a quarterback. So in my opinion, if you overdraft and get Jaden Daniels, there's nothing wrong with that at the number three spot. 
And that's the same person from Gresh who said it was okay that they drafted a fourth round guard in the first round and you have Sean McVay laughing at you. What's the difference? Oh, yeah. Uh, Corey, so Sean McVay is now uh, the end-all, be-all with the the draft. And, again, you want to rip on Cole Strange? Everybody worried he was an FCS-level player. All he's done come in here is started and played from day one. How bad a pick is it? You don't like the position. But when the guy's been upright and he's been healthy and he's been in there, he's a starting player. That's what you want on first-round picks. I'm sorry you don't like that it's a guard. Guess what? Maybe everybody's been saying, oh, the important position that Gerard Mayo referenced yesterday could be left tackle. Yeah, no. Really? So now people are coming to my side on the left tackle because if I said draft a left tackle at three, I'm crazy. But because Mayo sort of left it open-ended, it's like, oh, how can you say he boxed it in? Well, what position do you think he was referring to in number three? Could be a wide receiver. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Right. And with no GM, how would he know where they're leaning? Oh, because maybe the people that we were worried about who would have say are in there all talking about it now. <laughs> Again, the crippling fear. Al in New Bedford, Gresham Fourier. Hello, Al. Hey, get a guy a break. Let the guy just have one press conference. He let him do his own thing. The man's smart enough. Y'all ain't like y'all rooting against the guy. Come on. We can't do no rest what we've been doing for four years. He'll make me happy when he shipped Mac Jones out of town. That'll be the happiest thing in the world. Thank you. All right, Al. Um, Al's all in on uh, non-football people maybe leading the way. No. See, Gerard Mayo, um, I don't understand, like um, – he handled his press conference. I thought he did. He did for the most part did exactly what I wanted. So no, I don't know who's rooting against him, but I do think this is interesting because he's such a likable guy, mm-hmm. um, and everybody's so used to people like being real, like critical and mean and trying to get Bill. You know, it's like how dare you criticize Gerard Mayo? If this was any other coach and he had a press conference. We would be doing the same thing, would we not? Exactly right. Like, what is wrong with you? That mm-hmm. was so stupid. Well, because it, 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 even whether it's Bill O'Brien, Josh McDaniels, Gerard Mayo, a lot of the questions are still the same. Hey, what do you want to do on offense? Uh, how are you going to run the draft? Who's your general manager? Where does the buck stop? All of the questions that this, honestly... This discussion is almost really morphing more about the organization than it is maybe even individually Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo is kind of just the guy who was in the role, I guess. But this discussion is more about sort of where the organization is going as a whole. At least it it feels like that to me. Um, This is as much about the process of what is going on and where it's going almost more than it is about Gerard Mayo individually. Because yeah, I think I, he can coach. I really do. Is he ready to be a head guy? Nah, I'm not so sure with a young quarterback. But then again, that's where the owner, again, the owner, uh, you know, give me back my franchise. He put him in there. So, again, we've talked about how now if this just in two years is miserable, it's all over Robert Kraft, whereas there's no more shield anymore. Yeah, I I actually the more because I woke up this morning feeling better about the situation. I was one of the questions like, do you feel better or worse? 
after hearing the press conference because you could easily have gotten this nonsense like Joe Judge when he was introduced as, as the Giants head coach. We'll play fast. We'll play downhill. We'll play aggressive. We'll punch you in the nose for 60 minutes. We'll play every play like it is a history and a life of its own. That's enough. Wow, what a knob. Enough with that guy. Like, get him out of the building. Get okay. all these guys out of the building. So, what he did was, listen, it wasn't, it was so much better because it was not rehearsed. He was guarded enough. Uh, and I honestly believe they don't have a clue what type of offense they want yet. I do think there are so many. He's he. All, they also said they got to vet the, the people that are in the building first. And these aren't his guys. He didn't hire these coaches. Right. How do I know? I should, should I keep Bill O'Brien? I don't know if he's going to be loyal to me. I don't. I, I don't know. Well, I kind of don't like his offense. Well, you know what? That gets us to what are the musts on Mayo's staff? And are we going overboard on the Bill piece of this from down there in Foxborough? In terms of so Oppo going the other way, I can't get out of my head that it feels like right now the strategy is. Whatever Bill didn't do, will do. And I don't know if that's good or not. We'll get to all that next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.